Boop, bop, boop. Um, yeah. Friday is... Friday it is. Uh, January 12th, 2024. It's already 2024. Isn't that, isn't that something? And of course, uh, they, you, you see this every so often. And, uh, I've been seeing a lot of those, uh, the, 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 what is it? The the number of years between now and uh, 1997 are the same as, you know, and it's uh, whatever. Uh, there was there was one. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> if Marty McFly uh, were today to travel back in time. Uh, if, if Back to the Future were set today and Marty McFly traveled back the same distance in time that he did in 1985, uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be 1994. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that really? Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. Come on. I was on the wrestling team. Uh, yeah, if I went back to 1994, what would I do? I would. The only thing I can think of, if I were, if I were to get in a flying DeLorean, or not, not even a flying DeLorean, a DeLorean, a time traveling DeLorean with a flux capacitor and enough plutonium to generate the 1.21 gigawatts necessary. Uh, <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, so it drops me in uh, January 1994. And, uh, and I get out of the car and of course, Mr. Sandman is playing cause that was the big tune of 1994. Well, first, the first thing I would do, I would absolutely get tickets for WrestleMania 10. No question about it. I would go see WrestleMania 10, uh, with, I would, you know, I'd get tickets for the, for, for the whole, the whole crew. Uh, and then I would try to find John Candy and tell him to just, like, I don't know, go, God, so, dude, you're going to die soon. So, uh, you know, listen, big fella. You could probably extend your, your life by a decent amount and maybe just, you know, just a little heads up. I think he died like Mar early Mar it was like March 4th. I think that's crazy because John Candy is like timeless to me. You know, it, it, probably to most people because we all watch planes, trains, and automobiles every year. Uh, for me, I mean, yeah, I grew up in the 80s, 90s. So John Candy was, he was in everything. He really was. Uh, the first time I even knew of John Candy's existence, I was like four years old. I was watching Follow That Bird, and uh, and my my cousin was watching with me, and she said, "Is that John?" Because John Candy had a cameo. Uh, he was the police officer, the bike cop who pulled the uh, pulled a whatever, uh, and uh, and uh, yeah. I would. Uh, uh, she, she. I remember watching that, and I didn't know who it was. It was just some guy on a bike, a police officer guy. And she said, "Is that John Candy?" 
And I, you know, me being like four or five years old, whatever I was, I was trying to be, you know, try to play it off like I knew who the fuck that. I'm like John Candy. I'm like, that's a great name. Is he like a? I thought maybe it was like a Muppet I didn't know about because his last name is Candy. She's like, is that John Candy, the the cop? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, I, yeah, I that is, I think that is John Candy. That is John Candy. That's that's the name you said, right? And that's the name of who that guy is. And then, of course, from there, as you get, you know, in the eighties, it was like, yeah, what wasn't he in? I mean, planes, trains, and automobiles. You know, it's one of the bigger ones. But then, like Spaceballs, uh, Uncle Buck, Great Outdoors, Home Alone, Cool Runnings. That was. I guess that would be the last time I saw a movie in the theater starring John Candy. And, uh, and while he was still alive. I think that would have been like winter of 93, early 94. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would, I would, I would go, f I would seek out John Candy I guess I would, uh, I don't know if I would seek out Kurt Cobain so much as, uh, maybe, um, <laughs> maybe Courtney Love and just like, I don't know, just tell her, don't, don't you shoot him. No, that's, I know it's conspiracy theory and it's not, you know, but I'm not, I'm not sure that there's much, I, I, I what 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 would I be able to do to like stop Kurt Cobain? If anything, ah, yeah, I won't, I won't get too. <laughs> I don't want to get too glib. Um, anyways, it's it's crazy to think though. Like that's uh, when you're a kid and like, wow, Marty McFly went all the way back to the '50s when nothing was at all like it was in the '80s. What's also kind of crazy to me is that those like Marty uh, Michael J. Fox and um, and uh, uh, Thompson uh, oh my gosh oh my god what the fuck I can't think of her last name she's only one of the most you know Lorraine holy crap this is uh this is old age. I'm turning into, uh, I don't know. What the fuck is her fucking name? I can't believe, I'm so pissed that I can't remember. <sighs> Leah, shit. So I'm like, I know it's not Emma. That's a totally different person. But Michael J. Fox and Leah Thompson and Christopher Lloyd and even Tom Wilson who played Biff and... Tom Wilson, for the longest time, it's sort of like John Cusack with Better Off Dead, with those early, uh, you know, goofball movies that he was in. I'm pretty sure it's still the case today. He does not like to talk about that. And I think he has a bad relationship with uh, Savage Steve, who made those movies. Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer and that stuff. And... Uh, you know, those were the first big roles for a, a, a very young John Cusack, and yeah, and he's in—he's uh, one of the one of the geeks, and 
in uh, Sixteen Candles, and all that. And then, and then he, you know, and then he became a, then he be- became a big motion picture superstar. Uh, but he doesn't like talking about those. And I feel like Tom Wilson, uh, Biff, was not really into talking about Back to the Future for the longest time. But it's like, dude, you're Biff. You got, at some point, you either have to embrace it or you have to just like disappear and go live in a cave and rot away because there's you cannot escape a like that. And I don't know. I'm sure. I I don't know if anybody. I don't know to what extent. Like, what's the percentage of actors who know at the time? Like, we're do we're doing some big shit here. This is some iconic stuff. I don't know. I don't know that anybody really knows that. Like, I mean, obviously, if you're cast to play, you know, oh, I'm the new Batman. Like, well, that's already an iconic character, and you're going to play him, and hopefully, you know, become iconic in in your own in your own right. You know. Uh, what the fuck? Okay, what the hell is going on here? Computer, computer. Uh. But those the those four, uh, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, uh, Tom Wilson, they they appear all the time. Like I follow, I think all four of those people have Instagram. Yeah, pretty sure. And I follow them all, and most of their posts, a lot of time it's it's them at like a various uh, con, you know, Comic Con or. I don't know, Back to the Future con or whatever, whatever thing. There, there's a con for everything. There's a convention. Used to stand for convention. Now, it, now con just stands for con because nobody can remember what it's short for. Um, wouldn't that be weird? Uh, are you going to comic convention? <laughs> are you going to the Back to the Future convention down at the convention center? Uh, but it's, it seems like in, in only recently too, like in the last five, six, seven, eight years that Tom Wilson has sort of done a 180 and who knows, maybe Tom Wilson said, Oh, you get paid what to go to these conventions? You get paid what to do these, uh, special appearances? You get paid what to go to the, you know, so and and just the fact that they're all like they're all pals, like you can tell. You just know the Boy Meets World cast. They have a podcast. They have a Boy Meets Pod 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 Meets World. It's an, it's very clever, very very clever. <laughs> um, but uh, it's uh, you know it's Topanga and Sean and Eric, and I know they have real names, but not in my world they don't. Those are their real names. And, and they do a podcast, and the three of them are legitimately, like, they're pals. Like, why isn't Ben Savage on this? Because I don't, I don't know that he's really pals with those guys. I'm sure they're not enemies, but I think Ben Savage, and, and probably a lot of it is just like, yeah, it seems like Ben Savage doesn't want to keep revisiting Corey and Topanga and all that stuff. Speaking of which, Mr. Feet... I'll t- you know what's crazy? You know what was 30 years ago? 30 years ago in a few months. Season 1 of Boy Meets World. Uh, that's that's That seems like yesterday. And to think about when I was a kid, when I was 5 years old, seeing Back to the Future for the first time. Because uh, we went and saw 
Speaking of follow that bird, uh, we went to the uh, so follow that bird or was it Care Bears? Either way, it was a movie that my grandmother had absolutely zero interest in seeing whatsoever. We went to a daytime matinee showing at Clifton Country Mall <laughs> at Hoyt's Cinemas. I don't know if it was Hoyt's. It became it was Hoyt's at, at one point, and then Regal. I guess it still is. I it still is a movie theater, but it sucks. It's not like it used to be. It used to, I remember when stuff used to just be dark. You go into an arcade and it's like pitch black. You go into a movie theater and not just the theater itself, but like the lobby and everything else. It's just dark. Chuck E. Cheese is dark. Restaurants were dark. People's home. You go into like somebody's, you go over to like your friend's house back in the 80s and early 90s. You go to your friend's house and like there was always that sort of den that was just sort of in the back and it had like all the it was just it was just dark no matter what even if the windows were open and the sun was it was still just it was a dark it was dark but like not in a depressing way like in a cozy way it was dark and it had you know lamps on and all the wood cabinets with the tv on it and stuff and like uh, you know it was uh, basically like uh like when kevin's watching uh, the angels with filthy souls uh, in that little like it's just like a small room with a tv and you know it's it's a little bit brighter in the movie but anyway uh i miss i miss when things were just dark <laughs> and now you have everything's got to be like fluorescent light like these bright blinding lights everywhere and that drives me crazy uh, anyway, <laughs> we went and saw something when I was a kid, and, uh, and afterwards, my, my grandmother was dying to see Back to the Future, and so we, uh, we finished whatever the movie was. I, 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 I really want to say follow that bird, but I also feel like, you know, who cares? We, we left, we left the movie, it was follow that bird, or the Care Bears, I'm pretty sure it's follow that. Now I'm second guessing myself. I've always said follow that bird, but we did also go see the Care Bears, and uh, I, we were so bored that my sister and I were just running around the theater. We're the only three people: my grandmother and my sister and I were the only three people in that theater. And so we were. I remember my sister was like climbing over the chairs. I was running back and forth because uh, that was Care Bears. Because Care Bears, that movie sucked. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Care Bears movie. Let's see. When did that... 1985. Okay. Follow that bird. Duh. Also 1985. Okay, so there you go. It could have been either one. Does it have the release date? Eh, who gives a shit? Who cares? Anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Waylon Jennings. He was the truck driver. Look at all these. Look at all these uh, legends in here. Oh yeah, Eddie Deason as Donnie Dodo. I love that guy's voice. He was. He was. Uh, he's funny. He's a funny fellow. He was uh, Man Dark on Dex. He's like a million voice. He was in that Mommy Goose. Mommy Goose. Mommy Goose. He was Man Dark. Ha 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 ha. He just has a great voice. He has a fucking hilarious voice, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know why he's not utilized more in uh, in more mainstream things. Anyway, 
yeah, you had a you had a bunch of these uh, bunch of these people, big name celebrity cameos, and follow that bird. Anyway, we finished follow that bird, and my grandma, being my grandma, and uh, she said, "Let's go see Back to the Future." I was like, "Okay." And then, so she just, we left Follow That Bird, and Back to the Future was a few theaters over, and we just walked right in and, and watched Back to the Future. And uh, I didn't know that, it, like, oh, oh, that's, I was like, oh, so that's cool. So you just pay for one ticket, but you can, <laughs> you can just go watch any of the movies? That's awesome. That's a deal. Not re- And then I realized, like, oh, he snuck into this movie. <laughs> But we all we all did that back then. We all did. Sorry, it's just that was that was a that was yeah. We don't do that much anymore. Well, there's more scrutiny now. You got those. You got like night vision camera. Everything's being recorded. They just know everybody. Everybody's always watching you now. We're being we're being surveilled <laughs> at every turn. Um. What's the point of any of this? Uh, yeah, but I remember. I just remember thinking like, oh my God, 1955. Like, and it's crazy too to think in 1955 uh, that my, my grandpa would have already been like 30 years old. And uh, yeah, my grandmother, 20. It's weird to, it's weird to think of your grandparents as like anything but old grandparents like they oh weren't you you were you were just born as grandma and grandpa weren't like i entered this world as it has always been you've always looked this way you've always been this age right i can't even it's it's weird to even think about it and i've seen pictures of them and that's the that's the thing too i don't know about any of you do you see pictures of your grandparents if you're my age and your grandparents are likely you know quite dead at this point or quite old i don't I, I i can only think of like one of my friends who still has grandparents who's my age a little bit older than me and has grandparents around. i'm trying to uh, i guess there's <coughs> excuse me i guess there's a few and these people with their, their grandparents are well into their I mean, the youngest of any of the living grandparents of, of my friends uh, from that generation are in their mid-90s. That's that's the babies of the group. It's uh, Everybody else is late 90s. But if you look back, so if you have grandparents who are 80s, 90s, 100s, whatever, uh, and you look back and you see a picture of them from when they were like your age or even younger, to me, they still look exactly like my grandparents. Like I have, a, there's a photo of my grandfather, and he's in his uh, military uniform, and he's in his ha- parents' house, I guess, sitting in a ch- one. He's like standing up, looking around. One, he's sitting in a chair. First of all, my oldest kid looks so much like I, I see both of my grandparents so frequently. It's like. Sometimes it's like a little, it's almost spooky because it's like, oh my gosh, it's I, I can see, I can see my grandparents, like a young version of my grandparents. And uh, that's always kind of interesting. And similarly, only in the last few years, now that I'm, now that I'm rapidly approaching old age, 
rapidly, rapidly. <clears throat> There's times that I'll, I, this was never, ever, ever the case. Like I've, I've never at all looked at myself in the mirror or looked at pictures or videos of myself and in any way, shape or form, I, I've, I've always seen a resemblance to my dad. I've always seen a resemblance to my mom. So I see both, but I've never seen any resemblance to uh, my mom's parents. But now, really just maybe in the last year or two, I look in the mirror and I can like, I can see my, yeah, I can see my grandpa and I can see like just little, it's, I can't, I can't even tell you what I just, DNA and all that. It's, it's amazing. It's such a weird thing. It's like, you, you know, you throw a, a pinch of this and a dash of this, and then you get somebody who looks a lot like a bunch of other people that have that same DNA, but not at all in this at the same time it's weird right like my uh my youngest child uh very much resembles my wife and her side of the family but then there's times that my youngest child will make a face or do something and i'll totally see uh my side of the family isn't that crazy um and then it's the same with pretty much every cat on the planet. Uh, do you think in millions of years from now, are cats and dogs going to be, uh, are they going to be walking upright and chit-chatting? Like, you know, when they, when they have like Star Wars and Star Trek and they're traveling all these different planets and galaxies and so forth. And, you know, you got all these crazy characters that are like, you know, they look like fish men or animals or some kind of weird like almost looks like something on this planet but not quite but it's all these different weird aliens humanoid alien-ish kind of thing i don't think we're gonna have to travel i think it'll just be i mean we'll be long 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 gone and probably the human race isn't gonna make it too much longer but you know it would be nice to see the cats and dogs who have been, you know, they're just they're just good, loyal companions. Nice, fluffy little critters that we get to have domesticated. And they, you know... Um, okay. This guy's asking me a question and I was like, yeah, what do you need? I'm in a meeting, give me a few. Like, all right. Well, I'm, I'm, it's your world, squirrel. I'm just trying to get a nut. Uh... Anyways, yeah, it'd, it'd be nice uh, if they got their turn and if it was just like, yeah, cats and dogs walking upright, uh, you know, wearing like uh, trench coats and getting on the train to work and hopefully doing a better job than we did by implementing a network of high-speed rails across the United States. Uh, I like how there's problems that can be solved, but we're just like, nah. How about more parking lots? Uh, I saw something on the news about the guy. Some guy wants to be buried on the moon, wants to, or wants to have his ashes on the moon, or something. Like, dude, cut the shit. You're dead. Even if, whether it's your corpse or your ashes, it's nothing. It's 
I mean, ashes are ashes. Like, who gives a crap? That has it, it's 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 not you anymore. You die and then you're dead. And yeah, that's your body. Looks like the human version that we knew of you, but it's not you. So, st- and then we're talking about like. And then the common man has to feel guilty about climate change, like we've had anything to do with it. Yes, collectively, we produce a lot of waste, and we blah, 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 blah. Uh, But then the studies come out, and it's like, uh, yes, but also collectively, the entire population of the planet does not contribute uh, more than, like, 1% of, like, the top, like, 50 uh, corporations combined as far as waste and things that damage the planet. And then you've got like, you know, somebody like uh BP or or Exxon or one of these, you know, tweeting out things about, you know, like on Earth that what can click here to find out what you can do to contribute to play your part in preserving our planet. And then there's that it's it's kind of a famous one that goes around and then there's the retweet. It was BP and there's a retweet of like uh, well, we didn't spill uh, 80 million gallons of oil in the Gulf of Mexico. How about, that? is that a good start? Or something like that, whatever, whatever that spill was uh, 15 or so years ago. Exxon, you know, like, oh, um, I feel like if I put a soda bottle in the trash, not that that's the right thing to do, but compared to what some have done, I feel like it has a pretty minimal impact. I don't like to put soda bottles in the trash. I'll avoid it at all costs if I can. I don't. I don't actually have soda bottle. I don't drink soda. I have a I have a two liter bottle of grape soda that has been sitting on my kitchen counter uh, since maybe July, August. I'm not even sure. It's been there forever. And every so often, like every couple of weeks, I'll just have a hankering for something and I don't know what, but I want it to be sweet and refreshing. And so I'll grab this uh, mostly flat uh, room temperature bottle of grape soda and I will take a big swig and it's the most satisfying thing. And that grape soda is just going to be there forever. I, it would probably be gone by now if it wasn't Fanta. Not that, I mean, Fanta grape soda is fine, but grape crush, I mean, that's, the the crush people knew what they were doing when they came up with their sodas, because orange crush is at the top of the orange soda food chain, or the soda chain, and crush, uh, grape, grape crush is, uh, everything else is a distant second place. Bop, bop. Uh, what is this? I'm in a meeting. Give me... A f- I, I, I love it. I love... Oh, who's fucking pinging me all over the place? What is this? <laughs> yeah, gross. Uh, <laughs> sometimes there's just stuff on Facebook that you're like, Huh. You, you made a conscious effort to... Uh, to put that out there for the whole world to see. That's it's a decision, all right. That's a decision. There are other decisions that probably would have been better decisions, but you went with that decision, and that's the decision that was decided, and you good for you. 
and listen, I'm guilty of it. I, I like sometimes I'll see the Facebook memories and I'll look at something and be like, Ugh, why did you why are you posting this shit, you moron? That's something. I, if I if I had the DeLorean that took me back to 1994, I would tell my eighth grade self. That's crazy, by the way. My kid's in eighth grade, and I feel like I am was just in eighth grade. Probably a lot of it has to do with the fact that I was the height that I am now when I was 13, 14. And everybody's like, oh my God, he's so tall. You look at how big you're... And I remember, I've told you this a million times. I would, I'm a big wrestling fan. So I would watch wrestling and I would look at, I'd be like, hmm. Back in like 92, 93, 94, uh, when I was still growing. And uh, I would watch and be like, hmm, I wonder, I'll probably be, I'll probably be like six four, six, five. So I'll probably be like, uh, and I would, I would look at certain wrestlers who are around that and be like, yeah, I'll probably be, yeah, I'll probably be about that. I'll probably be about that guy's size. Yeah. I'll probably be about the size of Kona crush. Speaking of crush, there's orange crush, there's grape crush. And there's Kona crush, brada. Shaka bra. I love that crush who like a few weeks ago was I'm crush and I'm here to crush you. And then they decided to go in a different direction. And then a week later, same guy, same video. And he's like, Aloha, brah. This is Crush from the Isle of Hawaii. I'm coming to you, brah. From the, <laughs> I'm going to crush your head like a coconut, brah. Like, what? What? What, what happened? <laughs> oh, man. The old, the old days of wrestlers having, like, horrible accents. I love the Triple H. When he was in WCW, he was Jean-Paul Levesque, and he was a Frenchman, and he he had this terrible French accent. And then he came to WWF, where he talked like this. He's an American blue blood, and I am the richest man. This is so stupid. But it was great. Kofi Kingston, when he had the Jamaican accent, and then all of a sudden, one day, he didn't. And they're like, hey, wait, didn't you used to have an accent? <laughs> I remember watching that. It was live, and I thought, oh, my God, did Kofi just, like, forget to talk in the Jamaican accent? But uh, I think that was just like, no, he's we're done with the Jamaican accent thing. Um, anyway. <sighs> all the... All the various terrible accents over the years. There's there's been a multitude of them. Uh, um, what what? Yeah. So uh, in eighth grade, I got to this height, and then I just I just stopped. So, but if I could go back to eighth grade me, thirty years ago, it's January of nineteen ninety four. I remember that well. It was a. It was like an insanely cold when like I remember because I remember having snow days where it was sunny and there was no snow it was just so cold that they had to cancel school because uh, none of the buses would start and there one of the school districts like started the buses the night before and just left them running overnight which is super super safe super smart nothing bad can happen from that and um it's like dude is it it's just school. It's a, is it that like we, we really just, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, you, you, you look at like the human race and like relative to the age of everything else, 
the planet, the universe. Uh, we're just the little, you know, we're just little toddlers still, uh, you know, crying for our baba. And uh, so when you when when I think of just the stupid things that we do for no reason other than it's just somebody decided it and we all went along with it, there's just a lot of dopey shit and a lot of dopey people uh, in charge of the you know who make the dopey decisions. Like, hey, we could just keep uh, all the kids home and uh, warm and safe. Nah, let's uh, let's run all of these buses all night long. Which, again, if I threw a little soda can into a trash receptacle, I don't feel good about it. But I don't feel as bad as they'd like to make me feel about it. Because there's so many other things that are exponentially worse than anything that I have ever done uh, to contribute towards uh, polluting the planet, changing the climate, melting the ice caps. I would say... Mathematically speaking, I would uh, I would say I've contributed about 0%. 0. 000, 000. It's a bunch of zeros and then somewhere there's a, there's a one at the very end, but you have to go so far through the the forest of zeros to get there. At least that's my opinion. I don't know. I used to joke about how like <laughs> I I Probably around this time, actually, when I was in... I remember being in middle school. And, uh, you know, we'd do things for, like, Earth Day and Arbor Day. And, you know, every kid at some point in their school, uh, elementary school or middle school or even high school, um, I'm sure every kid has planted a tree at school or some kind of something. Or at home or wherever. And uh, I (laughs) I remember back in those days... Uh, like, oh, it's Earth Day. Make you know, it's time to be aware of uh, whatever the hell it is. Uh, keep the planet clean and go green and all that. And I would tell people, you know, yeah, yeah, right, I'm I'm getting ready for Earth Day. I I have purchased every aerosol can of of hairspray and anything else, uh, cleaning products and other things. And on Earth Day, I'm going to go outside and and spray them all into the air to get rid of the the horrible <laughs> the horrible toxic material that lies within these canisters. And people would be like, "No, no, that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Don't you understand? That's exactly that's the problem." Like, oh, so the problem is getting rid of all this stuff is somehow bad? Yeah, right. But you're spraying it out into the Earth's atmosphere. Don't you understand? It's going out into the air and it's going to the... And I'm, and I'm like, dumb fuck. Do you really think that I am so stupid that I'm going to stand out in my front lawn just spraying aerosol spray cans out? I mean, yeah, I did do that like 30 or 40 times, but... Uh... If the same morons from middle school are listening, I did not do that 30 times or one time or anything. Uh, All right. I I guess I'm going to, what else were you talking about? Back to the future, the podcast, just how it's nice. It's nice when the people who played, uh, 
whether they were friends or enemies on screen, to find out that they are really good pals in real life is cool. Like, I, I that makes me happy. Um, and, and, and it also kind of tells you who the likable people are in that industry. Not entirely. It's not like you have, you don't have to be best friends with every co-star you've ever had in order to be a good person. And I'm sure Ben Savage is a good person. I'm sure he's fine. He just, you know, probably wants to just be, I don't know. Has he done any acting? I think he probably just wants to be a civilian. I don't even know what he does. What does Ben Savage do these days? I have not is he even on? I don't think he's even on Instagram or anything, but let's see. Ben Savage. Bruh, bruh. Oh my God, he's my age? I thought he was a couple years younger. <laughs> um. Oh, that's right. He was on, of course, he was on Girl Meets World. So he clearly, he clearly doesn't have like a problem with going back, but uh, he probably, probably just doesn't want to, you know, sit there and talk. I don't know that I would want to have a podcast where I only talk about this period of my life from 1993 to 2000. There's a lot of fun stuff that happened there. And quite frankly, a lot of that stuff has been covered on this podcast, but to have a podcast specifically chronicling that, I'm not sure that I would want to do that. So I, I guess, uh, I guess I understand. Yeah. Oh, Wait, what? In August 22. Oh. Oh. Okay, well then that makes that makes more sense. He's he's in like he's in politics. I didn't know that. Savage interned for US Senator Arlen Specter in 2003 as a requirement for completing his studies at Stanford University, where he graduated in 2004 with a degree in political science and a member of the Sigma Chi fraternity. In August 22, Savage qualified as a candidate for the West Hollywood City Council. He was not elected for one of the three at-large positions. He would have had my vote. In March 2023, Savage announced his campaign as a Democrat for California's 30th Congressional District, currently held by Adam Schiff. Schiff. Schiff, not Schiff. Who is retiring to run for United States Senate. Huh. Hmm. It's crazy to me that like Girl Meets World has already come and gone. Like they've they've rebooted Boy Me- like that, that's I think that's the part that's weird to me is that we've like all these iconic shows have been rebooted and are already done. Like they've already finished the series. Like I think Mad About You had a reboot. I never saw any of. I don't even. I guess Peacock maybe is where you can see it. I don't. I don't know. It's an NBC. Was an NBC show. Now like Night Court is a big hit. Even though everybody from Night Court is dead except John Larroquette and uh, Marsha Warfield, who are on the new Night Court, and uh, yeah, uh, Frasier just got rebooted. I was actually just watching some of that this morning. It's terrible, but I like it. I don't care. It's I, I'm a sucker for sitcoms because the lighting is so nice. It looks. It just looks like a fantasy world. They used to they used to try and make sitcoms where the the house, the living room looked like what you would find. 
yeah, of course there were studio lights hanging over it to, to make it brighter, but it wasn't necessary. You know, if you look at like Sanford and Son and, and some of those kind of th- like Archie Bunker, like that's not, it's an iconic set, but it's, you look at it and it's like, yeah, that looks like every crappy, <laughs> every crappy 70s house you could imagine. And now the you know now everything is just so nice and clean and 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 modern looking and just colorful and it's it's just yeah it's a complete fantasy world and I find myself gravitating more and more towards the world of fantasy uh, lately, which is saying something because I've always had uh, at least one one foot on the uh, fantasy make believe side of the fence. Trying to escape reality any way I can. TV, movies, video games, etc. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, good good for you, Ben Savage. You're a fucking politician. Good for you. Go get him out there, Tiger. Anyway, I didn't really have much to say. I just hit record because why the fuck not? Um, I uh. I, I just got off the phone with uh, with a very lovely lady from Toyota because I had to call them. I'm I don't even I guess I'm I, I'm irate, but I'm trying to just like take it easy, take it easy. I've been a pretty loyal Toyota customer for quite some time. Since 2012, as far as going through Toyota dealerships, but even before that, I had uh, you know the, I had this Lexus for like a million years. That's a that's just a high end Toyota. Um, and a uh, couple. Uh, let's see, we had two Rav fours. We are on our. This is our second Highlander. Um. A Camry. Yeah, so anyway. What is this shit? This better not be... Wait, what? Oh, okay. Oh, fuck off. 7 p.m. Yeah, no thanks. This is... This is... This this is absolutely absurd. Good grief. Anyway, um... So... So I've been a I've been a Toyota guy. I go to the dealership here in town. They're very good. Uh, particular salesman I like to work with. I don't even. I hopefully he's still. Well, actually, you know what? It's not going to matter because I think I'm done. Um, because this I've I've had every intention of like okay, this leases up and we'll get another Highlander or something or you know I don't know. Um, but I think I think this might be the end of the uh, the Toyota era for old Johnny boy. Um, yeah. So I made my, my, my payment. I have, I have a lease through the Toyota place and then I purchased a car a couple years, both back in 2021. So I have two car payments and they suck, but whatever it's, it's whatever. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, one they're they're due at the end of the month. I don't know, right around the 29th, 30th, something like that. And I made my payment for November th- the end of November I made it uh you know, a couple days into December, I think probably 
I don't know. Um, made my payment December 1st. I don't know. Something like that. And uh, that's fine. And then a few, thought nothing of it. And then a few weeks later, uh, had a fucking email from Toyota saying that my bank account information had been removed. And I said, why would that be the case? But I didn't think much of it. And I said, okay, well, at the end of the month, when I go to pay next month's bill, this month's bill, whatever, uh, when I go to pay December, uh, right around New Year's, I'll uh, I'll just add my bank account back in, I guess. I don't know why it would be gone, but whatever. I've only been using this uh, Toyota Financial Services uh, website since 2015. Eight years plus. Um, well, actually, 2012. Yeah. So... 10 years, account information is still the same, hasn't changed, nothing's changed, and suddenly I get a fucking notification telling me that my bank account has information has been removed. Okay, that's weird, but I'll just get it at the end of the month. And then, you know, and it's Christmas and stuff's happening, and I didn't, uh, usually I'm, I, I'm pretty on top of, like, if I make my, I usually, any bills that need to be paid, I pay them on Thursday, which is payday, and I make sure that, uh, you know, and then, and then, you know, maybe once or twice on Friday and, and then Monday to, uh, you know, I check to make sure because I have a spreadsheet and I color code if a, if a payment is pending, I have a certain color. If the payment has posted, then it's a, it's a green color to indicate that it's good. It's done. Don't have to worry about it. And, uh, and I, there, you know, it's Christmas time. There's just so much going on. I was, I was, uh. Of course, of course, it's only in the the month where after eleven years you you aren't as uh, as disciplined for a couple of days on on checking. So I, I just assumed okay they I know they updated their website from like a good website to a much shittier website and maybe that's what did it I don't know, but didn't say anything about payments not posting so I'll just uh, yeah when when the next payments due I'll go in and check so. Right around Christmas, a couple weeks ago, I go in and I said, okay, yeah, it's getting close to time to pay the December bill for Toyota. And then I look in and I owe uh, twice the amount. I said, what the fuck is this? I paid. And then it's showing that the last posted payment was like October 27th. <laughs> uh, what? It's uh, it's now like December 27th or something, somewhere along those lines. I said, oh, shit. So I went in and I had to re-add the bank information. And then I saw, okay, they, oh, they actually canceled my November payments that I made uh, because they also took away my bank account information. And they hit me with a late fee, even though I had nothing to do with any of this. So I sent a nasty, uh, not a nasty, but I just, it was like, uh, it was like the day before Christmas or the Friday before 23rd, 22nd, whatever that was. Um, and I tried to call and it said, due to the holiday, our offices are closed. I'm like, what holiday? It's December 22nd. This is a, pu you're a public facing entity. You're just taking a, an entire business day off before the holiday. Like Monday is a holiday. So like, you're telling me I have to wait until Tuesday before I can do anything about this. Okay. So I sent a, a, an email. They had an email option. 
And I said, I don't know why my information was removed. I didn't remove it, but I will not be paying this late fee because I was not late with my payment. I paid it on time. And now you're telling me that it didn't post because you you removed my bank account information. That's not my fucking problem. And then, of course, to make things right, I paid November and December and got current. So, great. So now I don't owe them anything until the end of January. Uh, two days ago, I get a notification because I, I monitor, even though... Uh, you know, I was really monitoring my credit as we were getting, you know, a year ago into the house buying stuff uh, and the year or so leading up to it. But really, I've always been pretty well on top of my credit, whether it's good, bad, in the middle, whatever. I, I always have a pretty good idea, roughly, of uh, what range my credit score is in at any given time. And, uh, yeah, and I, I pay, you know, and what a fucking scam. Like, we... Like, there's no surprises why the world is such a miserable, angry place. Because we just get fucked left and right. These companies that don't know their heads from their asses. And they remove my bank account information after, like, a decade of on-time payments and no issues. No delinquencies whatsoever. And then through their error on their end, some technical glitch that erased my payment information... That has not changed since 1986, by the way. This is the same fucking checking and savings account I've had since I was in single digits. Um, what the fuck? Uh, anyway, uh, somehow it was removed. Not, not through my actions, but anyway. So, in addition to having Toyota fuck me over by not processing my payment, then hitting me with a late fee, which they reversed, which was good, because I would not have paid it anyways. Um, then, on top of that, they they invented, these fuckheads invented the credit score, which I get that there, there should be something that indicates to a lender somebody's, uh, I, I hate the word worthiness, but yeah, you know, ab ability to pay back a, a certain amount of money and interest. I get it. You need, you can't just be like, oh, you need some money? Here you go. Please pay me back. Um, so I, I understand, in theory, the need for a credit score, but the credit scoring system that we have is trash. Oh, I just paid off my student loans, and my credit score dropped by 30 points. <laughs> I mean, I got a thing from a, a credit card that I have that said, hey, you haven't used your credit card in uh, in quite some time. We're going to close this account if you don't use it. I'm like, oh, okay. So let's see. Uh, use a credit card that I don't want to use and have no need to use. Or have it impact my credit score because now my ratios change and my uh, debt to income and all that's it all change everything changes um so it's like okay i'll go i'll go use the card that i don't want to use thanks so and of course i'll use it and i'll pay it back the next day <laughs> be like there fucko paid your stupid fucking piece of shit credit card uh, and then on top of that, the the fucking uh, the credit agencies 
if you want i mean you can you can get the free shitty lending tree credit karma which is a it's a it's a good indication but it's not the end all be all of your of your credit score and if you really want it you know you can you could get your fico and everything through most like credit cards or have an option where oh sign up to receive your monthly credit score okay or you can pay like 20 bucks a month for like Experian or Equifax or one of those and have uh, credit, uh, you know, ability to access your credit score at any time. And that doesn't even get you all of the bureaus. Like, you know, if you want your, okay, let's say you're paying Experian uh, 20 bucks a month to be able to see your stupid credit report and credit score anytime you want to on demand. Well, you want to see the other credit scores from the other bureaus, you can do that every 30 days, or you can pay 20 bucks every time you want to see that. And to me, it's like, so you guys came up with this score. We need the score to be able to get money to pay for things like houses and cars. Um, but in order to see a live real-time version of that score with the details that we may want to see we also have to pay you to see it that's cool Ugh. and then on top of that so here's what happened i i, I check my you know even though like hey it's been almost a year since we closed on the house i'm not making any big purchases anytime soon but you still like to have the credit score at a nice, healthy range. And I, I've been for quite a while now somewhere, you know, well into the mid 740s, 750s, 76s, somewhere in there. It's, so, it's pretty good. It's not the best, certainly not the worst. Good, respectable score, fine. Uh, and then the other day, I get an email. And you can tell when it's good because they'll send you an email and be like, Hey, go check out your credit score. It's a new credit score is here. It's like, ooh, it must be good. And it is. And then you know if it's bad news, like, you might want to sit down because you have a new credit score. And we're here to help you through these dark times. <laughs> Not quite that, but it's uh, that's the tone, right? And so, uh, so I get a, a notification just like two days ago with that, like, Hey man, uh, you doing okay? You don't have any like loaded pistols in the house, right? You're sitting down. Are you with a support group? Because there's a new credit score. <laughs> that wasn't, but it's, but it was the wording was different enough. I said, oh geez, it's probably gone down. But you know, I figured it's after the holidays. Yeah, you you put some mileage on those. Uh, you know, I. I used a credit card for some holiday purchases. Uh, that's, that's, you know, that happens. And then you pay them off a couple months later. And uh, so I figured, all right, what, five points, ten points? You know, because I, cause I, I, my, my credit card was smoking after, uh, after all, the, all the use that it got in December. Um, and then I open it up. And it has gone down. <laughs> By 80 points, not 18, not 8, 8, 0. And I actually, I'm glad I was sitting down because I almost, I still almost fell over. I said, what the fuck? What happened? 
what the fuck is this? And then, you know, it's great too because you pay these credit bureaus to have, uh, here's, you know, whatever a month to show me my scores and my reports and all this stuff and all the details so I understand where things need to be fixed and I can fix them. And then you get a thing that says your credit score has dropped by 80 points. And I said, okay, well, let me dig in and see exactly what this is. And you click on the thing that says, see what's changed and why. Perfect. This will take me to exactly what the root cause of this whole thing is so I can try and fix it. Or dispute it if it's something wrong. So what do I do? I click to drill down and then it gives you the thing that says, you have a new delinquency. I'm like, what? And then, and then it says, it could be, your credit score could have gone down for the following reasons. And it's like, a delinquency. Okay, what's the delinquency? Well, we're not going to tell you that. But you're the, but I pay you for exactly that information. And so I'm clicking around, clicking around. And I, I think I had to go to the, fr- like either Lending Tree or Credit Karma, which I also use, and they're free. Um, I, I had to go to one of those fuckers. To be able to drill in and see, uh, you know what the what was doing there with the old credit score. I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel that experience. Bullshit, fuckheads. That's like having to pay for a COVID test. You know what? I got COVID. I don't got COVID. If if you want to know, then you can fucking buy me a test. That's. Um, they're fucking twenty five dollars for like two. T- like who? I don't know. There's uh, the cases are skyrocketing. Yeah, because nobody has any money left for buying a fucking COVID test. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> so yeah. So I drilled in. I'm like, I don't have any delinquent. Like, what are you talking? About? And then I look, and I'm like, Aha, Toyota Motor Company Finance, whatever the fuck it is. And sure enough, that's exactly what it was. Uh, so I called them, and, I, and I'm she's a very nice girl that I talked to. I wasn't. I'm not gonna yell and chew her. She had nothing to do with anything. It's hard not to, but I called them very calmly. I said, "Yeah, I made a payment on a due date. Uh, found out a few weeks later that my bank account information that's been there for like a decade had been removed, uh, but." Did not nobody told me that that meant my payment hadn't gone through. So it was then another week or two after the probably a week after that that I found out that the payment didn't go through. So I made I sent an email saying, "Hey, reverse this late fee, please, and I'll make the payment." And I made the payment. They reversed the late fee, and then I made that was November's payment, and we're already at the end of December. So I made December's payment too. So I am current. However. Um, delinquent reporting for this particular account and my credit score dropped by 80 points. And so she's like, oh, let me research that, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yes, sir. So the policy is when you go over 30 days past due, we are required to report. I'm like, I, I understand the process. I have no problem with that. I have a problem with the fact that I went online like I do every month and I made the payment on time and you fuckers fucked it up and you fucked me and I had nothing to fucking do with it and now my fucking credit score is fucked. Uh, 
I mean, it's not. It could go back up, but like, I I have I have like a really good like I've worked hard to get like a really good credit score and good you know all like thumbs up green like all my hundred percent on time payments and and uh, and now because you guys fucked up because your shitty website sucks and I told her I said. Tell anybody you can, please, that the website is a piece of shit. And they need to put it back to... And she said, yeah, we've had a lot of... Compl- I said, I, I would imagine you do. Because this website sucks. And by the way, the SiriusXM app update that they did over the holidays is, like, maybe the biggest piece of shit update that I have... It's, it's like, is this a joke? Somebody... You did this and you said, yeah, this is way better than... They... The, the update, the, the, the version of the Sirius app that they had before this wasn't my favorite, but it was good enough. It I it was easy to scroll through. It was easy to find what I want. Now I click on this thing and it's just, I, I don't know where I can even go to find the shit that I want to find. Where are my favorites? Where are my downloads? Where are the things that I'm used to and why aren't they in the place that I'm used to seeing them? It's honestly, it's enough to make me like just cancel. Uh, Sirius is a great it's great. Like there's so much music. There's so many great channels. There's everything. They have everything. Uh, Oh, it's just like, what? I get it. I get it. There's some asshole out there who needs to, you know, shake some trees a little bit so that he can, uh, he or she can remain relevant and not have their role eliminated, not have their position eliminated. So they say, hey, let's let's revamp the website. It's not going to be as good, but at least it's different. And that's really all that matters. Let's change the Sirius app. It's It was user-friendly and people liked it, and now it's uh, the opposite of all of those things. It sucks. So, uh, And Toyota did that in the last couple months, too. They changed their website. It's such a piece of crap. Like, why do you, you had it working, it was beautiful, it was so easy, uh, you know, like, and then at least good old Verizon, their mobile app is every bit the piece of shit that it always was since the first day I ever used their mobile app, and you know what, God bless them, they said, you know, fuck you, we're not going, we're not making a better one, we're not making a worse one, this is the one we made at the, at the onset, and we're keeping it. Kiss my ass. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway. So so I'm on with this, and, and she's she's explaining to me why it was reported. I'm like, I, I understand why it was reported. I don't understand why it got to this place when you can clearly look at Anyone can just look at the look at the history, and I know everything's fucking automated, so you don't have to. So there's no more personal touch to anything, and every everyone's just a fucking a data point on a fucking dashboard. I get it, um, but I, I said you you see where this is wrong, right? Like I look at my history. I've never missed a payment. I've never been late with a payment. I have a perfect record until now, and it's. It has destroyed my, it hasn't destroyed my credit, but it's, you know, it's back to like shitty levels (laughs) and I don't want that. And, uh, 
So she gave me, here's the P.O. box, and here's the address where you can dispute. I'm like, oh, oh, cool. A mailing address. Wow. Neat. I'll go to an antique store and see if I can uh, rustle up some stamps in an envelope. You fucker. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's a fun, another fun thing. All right, I'm, I'm way behind on uh, other shit. I got to get back to it. Uh, I figured I'd tell you that fun, happy story. So, yeah, obviously I'm going to dispute it. I'm going to dispute it on the Toyota end of things. I'm going to dispute it on the credit agency end of things. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, and after, after, I don't even know, a decade, over a, after over a decade, of like I'm loyal I have like a Toyota loyalty whatever discount when I if I go to get a new car I don't give a fuck they the Toyota dealership as I've mentioned a million times the uh the unfortunately titled upper deck <laughs> the upper decker <laughs> the upper deck cafe I don't know why that would anyway like they have yeah I get it it's upstairs and there is a nice patio that you can sit outside. Like, why wouldn't they just call it, like, the, I don't know, the Blue Sky Cafe or something? Like, Jesus Christ, the upper deck. Anyway, uh, some of my favorite food in, in town is at, that, is at the Toyota fucking restaurant. The upper deck, the upper deck cafe. Uh, but I'm... You know, not to not to sound like a fucking old person, but like I do believe this is uh, this is where the Toyota partnership, as it were, <laughs> this is where it comes to an end. I've got a few months left on this lease, and uh, I'm going to do uh, every Toyota. Uh, the first Toyota lease I got in 2012 became another Toyota lease in 2015, and then in 2018, and then in 2021. Uh, and this one will end in 2024 and I'll, uh, go check out something else. There's a lot of good cars out there. Uh, what, uh, what else were we going to talk about here? Uh, real quick. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. I, I pretty much, I've always had like one purchase and one lease. The purchase car is for me. It's kind of the one that's going to be around for a while, because it's just me driving it, and who cares? And then the lease is because that's a lot of the you know, uh, the wife picking up the kids from school. Although I do take them to school every day, so I guess it's just as much I'm on the road with the kids as anybody. But either way, you know, I wanted to make sure, especially like when I was working in Boston and not home and stuff like that, I wanted to make sure that like. The, the wife and kids. I mean, back in those days, I wasn't... Yeah, the the wife was dropping the kids off and picking them up every day from school. So I wanted to make sure the car was, uh, you know, always in proper working condition. So there was always the nice, shiny lease. And then, the, you know, I would purchase a, a pre-owned car, a used car. They, they want you to say pre-owned. It's fucking used. Somebody else used it. You don't have to fucking... <sighs> we have to fucking doll up every fucking thing we have to euphemism everything so it's like it just you can't 
I would, you know, you can't, I would be like, oh, that's, when I worked in retail, I remember I would say like, oh yeah, that's cheaper. It's pretty cheap. And then like manager would yell at me and be like, it's less expensive. Cheap refers to the quality. And I'd be like, yeah, anyway, so this is cheaper. This is a cheaper remote control car. <laughs> uh, God, just fuck off. Just fucking words. Stop fucking over fucking... People overthink the dumb shit. And then when it comes to like actual shit that matters, they they give no thought whatsoever other than what's in their own stupid head that they created themselves. Like that moron Aaron Rodgers. By the way, McAfee, I thought Aaron Rodgers was not allowed to be on Pat McAfee's show. Or, you know, he was going to be off McAfee's show for a while because of the shit that he said about Kimmel. Like, I don't, I don't care what your thoughts are on Jimmy Kimmel. If... Uh, if some fucking dipshit football player who has mistakenly been under the impression that he's intelligent because he plays a sport that is known traditionally for having stupid people playing it, and so he's like king of the stupids, which just makes him like the smartest stupid person instead of like an actual smart person. And Pat McAfee, who I, I get I get his entertainment value, I, I have enjoyed him on commentary in WWE. Um, the stuff he does in WWE is fine. Um, but I have I have tried to listen to that show of his. And I boy, oh boy, we really are just getting dumber. We were just embracing stupidity. And then he, he's got like the guy with the ironic mullet sitting in the... Th- I think, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. That's funny. Um, but anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers was on what last last week? It was just a week ago, and uh, they were talking about the Epstein client list. And he's like, oh, "I saw Jimmy Kimmel's uh, Jimmy Kimmel's on the flight logs." Uh, he's pedophile, you know. I I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's like, dude, what? Yeah, I guess I guess Aaron Rodgers is so smart that he enjoys being sued. I'm not really sure. Um, he is a moron. I mean, I just, and I just want to say, let me make this clear. If anyone out there is under the impression that Aaron Rodgers is anything but a stupid person, I'm sorry to tell you, you're a stupid person. I don't make the rules, but you're a stupid person. If you're, if you're looking at Aaron Rodgers and saying, that's, that is one intelligent guy. But he was on Jeopardy. Yeah, he was on fucking football player Jeopardy. This orange cat hates Mondays and loves lasagna. Uh, who is Garfield? That's right, Aaron. You have the board. <laughs> Pizza toppings for 400, Alex. These red circles <laughs> add a little extra pep in your cheese pizza. <laughs> it's, it's that kind of... It's like the moron questions. Anyway, uh... <sighs> he's just an idiot. But he's on there, like, fucking... Wait, let me see. Can I... F- There's been a change? Oh, wait. What? There's been a change? Hold on. Has... has Have things already gone back in the... Uh, one. Oh, okay. Oh. There are one... Late payment. Oh, Okay. It's just telling me. Now, what the fuck are you talking about? 45. It went down another. 
What the fuck? Let me just tell you that on December 4th, my credit... Uh, seven, yeah, November 14th, 760. December 4th, 753. That makes sense. So I had purchased some Christmas presents. Uh, and then January 4th, 734. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that makes... Uh, that does make sense. Um, and then January 10th, 674. I was pissed about that. Now it's... That, 629? What the fuck? I know, like, I... In a lot of ways, like, who cares? But, like, also, I... I fucking care. God damn, motherfuckers. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, what did that Dingleberry say? Oh, I don't know. You go to YouTube and it's like, it's all just... You can't just get the clips. Eh. Yeah, and he was on yesterday... Full interview. All right, forget it. Who cares? Who cares what he said? He's a jackass. Aaron Rodgers, I, I, I listen, I don't know for a fact. He seems to me like a fucking sociopath. He's like, if you watch Hard Knocks of the Jets preseason and Aaron Rodgers is, you know, he's Joe Cool, Mr. Smooth, everybody. Oh, man, I don't know what all the fuss is about. I love this guy. He's just such a cool guy and he's nice and he, and he, he talks to you. And it's like, yeah, but how come nobody in his family wants anything to do with him? How come he does not have a ton of friends in, uh, in like... The dude is, I don't know, there's something really fucking, he's such a fucking weirdo. So, I, like, I'm just going, this is just what I see with my own eyes and hear with my little, little ears. My little sound peepers and my eye peepers uh, tell me that Aaron Rodgers is a fuckhead. Um, I don't know. Like... Does that mean that Aaron Rodgers uh, wears coats made out of human skin? No. It could. But as far as I know, it doesn't. It might, but I don't know that. So we have to go with, no, he does not have coats made out of human skin. A football made out of human skin? Listen, I don't know that either. I would say probably not. But wow, what a scoop if that's true. I'm, I'm using like the, uh, <laughs> that's like the Sean Hannity playbook of like, well, it was a few years ago. It was some like, it was some non-story that was not remotely true whatsoever. And I feel like it was about John McCain or something like that. And Hannity had tweeted out. He said, he said, wow, if true, like how fucking irresponsible. I don't care what you vote for and all that shit. Like, these are people who go on TV every night to try and inform the American public, which then they come out and they say, oh, we're not, this isn't a news show. Just because we're on a network that has the word news in it doesn't mean we're just going to give you news all the time. We're going to present stuff that sounds like news, but it's just purely for entertainment value. It's like, okay, but maybe you should not be a news channel then. Maybe, I don't know. 
Um, oh my god. Uh, yeah, it was just like, oh, cra- wow. If true, that's it's like, but it's not true. But now you've speculated. That's the whole thing. Is Jimmy Kimmel a pedophile? I would be shocked if he was. I I know there's a lot of people that think that like every actor in Hollywood is a fucking you know partying on Epstein Island and you know they're all sickos and I have no doubt that a good 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 majority a a large population uh, of course if you have a ton of money and you're famous you like you're not living in reality of course you're gonna be weird. But the notion that everybody's like flying off to some like fucking sex island with it's like and the and the fact that this dickhead Rogers was even speculating like oh I see that uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, flew on Epstein's plane oh and so now there's a bunch of people screaming about like pedo Kimmel and all this stuff. Like what the f- what fucking world are we living in? It's so stupid. Everything's so dumb. Jesus Christ! And Aaron Rodgers is a fucking mushmouth moron. Hey man, I'm Aaron Rodgers. This is hey. You know, I just talk like this because I'm just a cool, laid back guy. Jimmy Kimmel's a pedophile. No big deal. Whatever, man. I didn't say that. I was joking. Why would you even... Just a couple of buddies chatting. Chatting on ESPN. <laughs> and, and, and an audience of... I don't even know how many... I mean, they pay Pat McAfee enough money for his dopey show. Um, it, have, But, I, like, honestly, have you tried to... Want, like, even just listening to his voice. Like, I can, I can tolerate it when it's Pat McAfee and, like, Michael Cole... And somebody, you know, another person in the broadcast booth for like, you know, last year was perfect. He came out and he did commentary for the Royal Rumble match. That was it. And Michael Cole, I know they're they're buddies and it was like a fun, it was fun. Like Pat McAfee is a guy, he's like, it's like this whole generation. It's like, yeah, Pat McAfee and Gronk and it's just like all this like, all these like, Dopey party guy bro dudes and uh, I don't know. And then yesterday, uh, of course, the big, uh, the only story on anything was Belichick officially out as Patriots head coach, and now uh, what's his name is uh, is the fucking is the new guy. Uh, I forgot his name already. Oh my God! It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's um, it's uh, it's of course. Why would uh, yeah? It, it, only only every app I opened yesterday had this story, and now I open it today because I'm drawing a blank on stupid. All right, well, then, God damn it, Patriots coach is G- Gerard Mayo. God damn, I'm like. Like I know it starts with a J. I know it's not Joel Embiid. <laughs> uh, right galaxy, wrong planet, I guess. Um, anyway, but 
I I watch you know because I have the 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 you know I have the 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 thing on YouTube TV has the option where you can watch uh, like the four news channels. It's sort of like the news mix and the sports mix like Direct TV used to have. Maybe they still do. I don't know. Nobody has Direct TV, but. Uh, uh, YouTube has that. It has uh, you can do the news thing with CNN, Fox, MS, NBC, and uh, BBC, I think. Um, and then you can do the two weather channels, the Weather Channel, and then the, the Fox Weather Channel uh, split, you know, two screens. And then they have the sports one, which is ESPN, ESPN two, NFL Network, and FS one. And that's a good, that's like, okay. And around noon is when I put that, that sports mix on. I watch, I'll have, and I'm not watching anything. It's just on the TV in the background, but I've been doing this for so long that it's part of the the day-to-day routine. So I have Boston 25 morning news on until they go off the air at 11, at which point I put it over to WBZ to watch Price is Right, which I don't watch. It's just on. Uh, and then at noon, I put it over onto the sports mix. Which is cool because I, you know, I'll, you know, Colin Cowherd's show or whatever else is on, and then uh, yeah. But lately, because McAfee's on ESPN, so it's it's his dopey show. Him with his little uh, tank top, standing up, you know, dressed dressed like he's a fucking, you know, just got out of bed. Everybody, that's the thing. Everybody uh, like on everything is just dressed like they got out of bed. Like I was, yeah, I saw a clip of Seth Meyers. I've never seen. The only time I watch Seth Meyers is when he he seems to be like the only late night talk show guy who has Joe Para on the show, and it's very funny when Joe Para's on. I think Colbert's had him on once or twice, uh, but that's about it. I, I mean, that's it. For, I don't watch any late night anything because all they talk about is uh, is Trump and Biden or whatever the political. Th- it's like how much uh, how much more like do we not have like politician fatigue or whatever the fuck you want to call it like i just like i'll get i'll get with, together with my family and for the holidays and we all agree and they'll start talking about this i'm like what what are we doing and they get all riled up it's like we we all agree why is there anything else like have you guys seen any movies lately what are you tv shows you're watching any good podcasts what are you doing? And what's your next vacation? How was your last vacation? Ah, uh, 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 uh. Like, yeah, we all hate the same guy. Can we? Like, I have no. I know this is not like the socially responsible thing, but I'm I'm trying to disconnect myself and distance myself as much as I can with with all of it because I, I like there's so much horror. Uh, that I'm like, I'm just, uh, I'm already like depressed just by nature. Like that's just my nature is I, uh, you know, I was a depressed kid. I'm a depressed adult. I was depressed in between good at, good at a masking it and also b you know, finding ways to kind of like push it, you know, push it deep down inside, which is of course, medically, they always tell you the best answer for anything is to just ignore the problem and push it down and try to ignore it. (laughs) Um, but you know, uh, it's just, that's just how it is. Uh, and that doesn't mean that I'm just like fucking sad and wanting to jump off a bridge 24 hours a day. Not, not at all. 
but it's uh, it's just one of those things. And a, and a big part of it, like I, I sit around sometimes, I'm like, why am I so fucking depressed? Well, because no matter what you do, like the world right now is probably, if I were to, uh, I mean, is it the worst it's been in my lifetime? Eh, it's hard to say. I, I wouldn't want to go back to, I, I don't want to go back in time. I do not want the DeLorean. I don't want to go back to 1994. I was already there. It was a really fun year. I loved the year 1994. I absolutely, man, like 91, 92, 93, 94, 5, 6, and 7. Um, and actually, 98, the 90s were great. I had a fun, I was watching, uh, sometimes I'll just, um, you know, we'll watch a movie but like if the wife gets up to go like make popcorn or go to the bathroom or something, uh, I'll put on music videos. I'll just go to YouTube and watch classic music videos. Sometimes it's 80s. I think I told you I was watching Aha Take On Me, which is my favorite song. Has been for 40 years. And I still, re- it's, it seemed like when I was a kid and that song was new and being played on the radio all the time. I remember being in my grandparents' basement, and they had this uh, this hi-fi, you know, stereo. They had the speakers and everything. They had a nice, cozy, cute little like sitting area. Uh, you know, fireplace, um, and some chairs and stuff. And they had a stereo. And anyway, so my sister and I would go downstairs, and we, you know, we'd play in the basement and listen to music, and that. That song seemed to be on every time I turned on that stereo. And and no, it wasn't that it was just the same cassette or record. It was on the radio, and it just seemed to be on all the time. And it be, it was like, this song is like too good to exist. I, mean, I remember hearing it in 1980-whatever, and like being just... I, I, I can't believe... How do they make the, these sounds all together? It's like, oh, I've never heard anything like it. Um synthesizers and keyboards electronic things oh my god uh so excuse me sorry i was watching that video just the other day and and listen let's also be fair it wasn't just me i had a little help from my good friend taffy wink wink um (laughs) and i I think one of the cool things about Taffy is I can I can sit there and I can focus on a year. I can focus on a time in my life. And I can make myself only momentarily, only for maybe a few seconds, I can make myself believe that I am in that time. Like you know, hey, maybe maybe there you know those lost episodes where like the guy was like talking uh, was it Faraday or something like that? Like the college professor? I don't even remember. That show sucked. We thought it was good, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, I, the first three seasons were pretty good. I enjoyed the first. And then it just, even at the time, even when it was new, like after season three, it was just like, I I don't even care. But I just kept watching it. I used to do that. I used to just, I would watch everything till the end. And I don't, I don't do that anymore. If something stinks, I just turn it off. That's one of the big... Uh, that's one of my biggest growth areas over the <laughs> over the years. Uh, anyway, uh, 
I need, I need, I need, I need uh, water. I need water. Water. I love doing this. This is such a like. I I really like if if I could just do this, not have to go to a studio or like do it from my home. And as I've said, uh, I, I don't. I'm not high maintenance. I don't need a lot of fancy things. A modest salary. If I could make like 50, 60 million a year doing this podcast, nothing crazy, just just a solid 50 or 60 uh, million per year net. <laughs> um, no, it, it could be gross. That's fine. Uh Anyway, honestly, if I could, if I could, if I could live off just doing this and doing it for an hour or two a day or whenever the fuck I feel like it, uh, man, that's, I, th- I, I think I've really gone, I've really gone in the other direction as far as like promoting the podcast. Cause I just enjoy it so much that I don't care. I've said this before. I've said this, I think from since day one, like. If I had a, a million listeners, cool. If I have 20 listeners, cool. If I have two listeners, cool. I'm just enjoying it. It's just fun. And and in a couple months, in May, we will have been doing this for five years. And I have zero plans of st- Yeah, I take a break sometimes. I think I went from like May until August or September this past summer uh, without doing a single podcast, zero podcasts. I think I recorded some and just didn't post them. I don't, I don't recall exactly, but yeah, we take a break sometimes. Sometimes it's just, you gotta, you gotta just step back. And if I have nothing to talk about, I I got nothing to talk about, but I always, I always have something to talk about. Just not with strangers. Cause I can't think of anything and I don't want to do small talk and I don't know how to do small talk. Like I really don't. You'd think at this point I would have just like Googled, hey, how do I talk to people? How do I do small talk? But I can't. I can't be like, well, how about this weather? How about them cowboys? How about, did you see the big game? I don't want to talk. I don't even want to talk to people that I don't know about shit. Like if we have common interests, I don't want to talk to like I'll go to wrestling event, uh, wrestling events surrounded by people who love wrestling, and I'd be like, "Oh, don't talk to me, don't talk. I don't want to talk." And the only exception was my two good friends, Carolee and Tim, who I met at AEW. Uh, I don't know, year ago, year and a half ago, twenty. Yeah, I guess it was like October, November of twenty twenty one. And I uh, last year I got their wedding notification with beautiful pictures. I this year. They sent me their Christmas card with beautiful pictures in it. We chat. We we met up over the summer. They were at the same. We were at the same wrestling event. Like that's that's pretty cool. That, that doesn't that I that has never happened where I like go to a wrestling show and I leave with like new friends who I regularly keep in touch with. So like okay, after forty years of being a wrestling or thirty years of being a wrestling fan, I made friends at a wrestling show. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't, I just, I, I, but I, but I, but when I, when this microphone turns on, just like when I was a kid, I was so fucking shy. I'm still shy. I still am very like 
just listen. I've watched enough TV. I've I've paid attention to enough people in real life to see how you're supposed to interact, and I have I have replicated that. <laughs> I have emulated the things that I have seen and heard well enough to pass as a believable human being. Um, even I even trick myself sometimes. It's nice. Uh, I was just thinking the other day about when I was a kid. I think I've, I think we've talked about this before. When I was a kid, I, and we were talking about this recently with the kids as far as like showing, like, I'm not, I'm not good at receiving gifts. I, I feel like, you know, I'm just, this is just how I am that I feel like any, any good thing that happens to me. Uh, it's it's fraudulent. I didn't deserve it. It shouldn't have happened. I, this was supposed to be for somebody else. This is a mistake. Um, obviously, Christmas, you know, it's like, oh, that's so, you know, you get get each other presents and stuff. And But I just, like, that whole thing of, like, everybody is going to stop and watch you open this and watch you react to this. And when I was a kid, I didn't know what to do. I was so terrified of opening gifts in front of people birthdays christmas and things like that and i never i never was like what you 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 see some of these videos from like you know oh remember simpler times and it's the kids opening nintendo on christmas morning and they're screaming like thank you thank you thank you oh my god they're crying you you get a puppy oh my god oh my god thank i never did that i never like I, I always, and I, and in that moment, in those moments, I felt bad because I would, I, I, in my head, I'm yelling at myself, like, do something, react, react, you prick. But then I would think like, but that's not what I do. I don't really do that. And if I do that, they're going to think I'm full of shit. But if I don't do that, they're going to think I don't appreciate the present. And so it just, it just boiled down to like, I hate, I love getting presents. I just hate oh, I hate opening them. <laughs> I wanted to skip to the part where they're just all like I'm just playing with all my toys on Christmas. But I mean, I remember. Oh, that's what, well. Was this ninety three or ninety four? When did I get? Uh, I think it was ninety four. When did Star Fox come out? Was that ninety four? I I feel like it was my. Star Fox SNES release date was it was 93 okay well so if I went back 30 years I would be too late for this but if I went back 31 years or 30 and a half years I could go back to my birthday my 13th birthday because I remember uh, I went out and delivered the newspapers early in the morning and then I came back and um and my my parents, uh, I think my, my I think my dad was, I feel like my dad was still in bed. Maybe they both were, and they said, "Son, come on in. We have something for you." I was like, "Oh, cool." And I, it was the two things that I want. I didn't want much for my birthday that year. I wanted uh, I wanted Space Quest Five for the compute for PC, and I wanted Star Fox for Super Nintendo, and I got them both, and I was thrilled. And my reaction was, I opened the presents and I was like, oh, Star Fox. Oh, 
Space Quest. And my parents kind of laughed like, oh, it's good to see you really like them. And I kind of laughed. I was like, I do. I love, I'm, I love these. I just, I can't, I can't guys. I'm sorry. I wish you could know how bad I feel, but I couldn't, I just, it was just not me. And I remember like, there's Christmas videos. I could go back and find them of like Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, go back and I'll look at the Christmas tape from 1983. I don't know what happened between 1983 and 1984, but I shut the fuck down. I don't know if it was just like self-awareness. I, I, I really don't know, but it's, it's really, if we used to, cause we used to watch the old Christmas tapes, even though they weren't old at the time, they felt old then, but they were only a few years old at the time. And now they're 40 years old, but uh, Christmas in 1983, that was the first Christmas, I think, that we had on on VHS. So that was the first year that my dad got the big uh, video camera. You put on your sh- has the strap, you put it on your shoulder. It hooks into the little VCR pack that you would strap to your other shoulder. And you're, you're walking around like a, a walking television studio. <laughs> and I, th- oh my God, I think back and like, I'm so appreciative because he taped, he, he recorded a lot of shit. And you can't, if you're walking around, because there were port, you could charge and do the portable battery or you could plug in the battery. And um, if you were, you know, if you were in the house and could just put the camera on a tripod or something, that's pretty easy. But you normally, you would have to just take it and... I mean, there's pictures of us at the videos of us at the Great Escape and at the beach and stuff. And I realized like, oh, my God, that was just my dad with a VCR strapped to his left arm and a giant video camera like a television studio on his right shoulder. And uh, to to make sure that he's capturing all of our uh, childhood moments. What a guy. That's I mean, and my mom, too. They both videoed. But um But you could Christmas 1983. I would watch the tape even as a kid. I didn't. I I, I would think like what happened? Because in Christmas 1983, I've got my little sweater on and my little quaffed hair, and I'm running around yelling at everybody and just talking. It, it, it must have been a self awareness thing because I rem- I was running around with a candy cane upside down because it was a J. I was so excited about look everyone a J a J look at everybody. And I was just talking all over the place. And then we would, and then after that, we'd be like, oh, put on Christmas 1984. I would put it on, and you do not hear a word come out of my mouth at all. And if anybody tries to get me to talk, I, oh my God. I don't know what happened. But but I fucking just, you know, the, the tortoise went back into the shell for about 10 years <laughs> after that. And even then, uh, it was still hard to, it just, you know, it had to be like the very right situation for me to, I don't know, but, um, yeah, it was always, it was always tough for me to, uh, to open. I, 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 one of the Christmases I got Metroplex from my grandparents, like, holy shit, it's the Autobot city Metroplex. It's a giant robot. He transforms into a city and he transforms into like a tank thing and he transforms into a robot and he's so cool and I'm so excited that I can't believe I have this and I go, oh my God. And I opened the present and I was like, and I just I just sort of stared at it. I'm like, what is it, Johnny? What is it? I'm like, it's Metroplex. Wow. 
And that was about it. It's like, I, I wish you were in my head to know how fucking excited I They probably did. But it's still like, you do have to, you kind of want, like, is he like it or not? There's no way of knowing. <laughs> uh, and then, and then when I got old enough to sort of realize, like, dude, you gotta, you, you at some point, you gotta start acting like a human. And so somewhere along the way, I, you know, I started giving legitimate reactions to like, it's like, oh my God, look, you know, I figured out how to act like a person. I don't know how we got on this topic. I don't even remember any of the topics we were talking about. My credit score. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to wrap this up like a million years ago and then, and, and, and here we sit. Uh, I think that's probably all that I am going to talk about. Uh, talking about how much I enjoyed talking to this microphone. It is fun. It really is. Um, and I feel like there were so many, I know there were trains of thought that just crashed into the wall and never got to their destination. And for that, I do apologize. Uh, shit, man. I know there was some other stuff, but you know what? <laughs> if if you catch anything that I didn't finish and you want it finished, write to me. At I don't know. Do I do we still have that email? I think I still have birthdayboypodcast at gmail dot com. You can you can find me there on Twitter, but you never find me. I don't even know it. It's it's one of those like you know. A B five six three zero zero seven five four three. The title of the you know my hand is Birthday Boy Podcast, but like the actual if you wanted to look up my handle, my at name, it's like yeah, it's just a bunch of nonsense that I would never remember in a million years. So, anyways, if there's anything on this particular episode of the Birthday Boy Podcast, uh, any train of thought that I started and did not finish. Please feel free to let me know, and I'll be glad to finish any of those thoughts. In the meantime, it's fucking Friday. It is a three-day weekend, which I didn't think was going to be a three-day weekend, and then I found out that it is for me, which is wonderful. I'll take it. Because I'm not getting a three-day weekend until May. So I, you know, it's a little... I mean, that's that's a disappointing part, I guess, is like... Okay, we had, uh, let's see, you had Labor Day, um, my place of business does not do Indigenous Peoples or Veterans Day, um, Veterans Day was on a Saturday anyways, I think, or a Sunday or something, uh, so we get Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, that was nice, and then a few weeks later, a week off for Christmas, that's nice, a week and a day. And then a few weeks later, you get another three-day weekend because it's like, oh, man, these last two weeks were brutal coming back from the holidays. Oh, good, a three-day weekend to rest and relax. And then after that, it's just like, okay, (laughs) you better really recharge over that three-day weekend because you've got four months until your next three-day weekend. Now, do I plan on hopefully taking some time? Yes. Yes, I do. I I would hope that I will have some days that I'll just take off in between now and then, but... As far as days uh, given to me, 
yeah, it's, uh, this is going to be the last one for a while. So I'm going to try to savor it and try to enjoy it. Saturday, for some reason, is going to be like 55 degrees. So any of the snow that we still have on the ground, uh, there's, you know, in the shade, there's still a decent amount, but it's not a ton. Considering that we easily got a foot of snow uh, in the last weekend's storm, and the only thing we seem to be getting this weekend is rain. But like I said, it'll be a good time to uh, assemble the rest of the snowblower pieces so that the snowblower can be ready for what will probably be the mildest winter on record. The mildest and rainiest <laughs> would be my guess now that I own a snowblower. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah. And and this person who was trying to get information from me, and then I wrote back and said, hey, yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I was in some meetings. I missed you. And he said, okay, I'm in a meeting now. I'll get back to you. Okay. But he hasn't got back to me. And I'm not complaining. You don't have to get back to me if you don't want to, buddy. Uh, I suppose I, I, I just, I'm, I know I'm kind of like stalling for time because I want to... Uh, uh, think of other things. Yeah, Belichick's gone. The other guy's in, who I, again, have forgotten his name. Joel Jacobs? Gerard Mayo. Why can't... Like, I know his name. He's been on a coaching staff for years. Five, six, seven, I don't know. And I I just can't... I mean, I, I just can't. I fucking... Listen to this. <laughs> tired. Has anybody else had like I? I have been so tired this week in particular, and my kids have been super. Uh, damn it! I knew it. I knew if I mentioned it was he was uh, All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Just as I'm mentioning, though, hopefully he won't reach out to me. God damn it! Why? Why do you wait till? Why did I wait till Friday? Couldn't it wait? You need it now. You need this shit now. All right, let's uh, let's let's finish this up. Uh, if there's other things I forgot about, I'll come back uh, and talk about them. But uh, right now, I can't really think of anything. So it's Friday. If you have a long weekend, I hope it's a great weekend. If you don't have a long weekend, I hope it's a great weekend, regardless. And uh, we'll talk to you next time on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.